Welcome back to week four of our bonus episode series where we are answering your questions that so, you have so Hannah, for I made, us. I made what? this commitment. I'm not going to say anything about bonus episodes this time. As you are saying stuff about <laughs> bonus episodes. I guess you're right. But the point is I didn't say anything snarky about bonus episodes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Consider that a bonus. <laughs> All right, we are moving forward from that. Um, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. When this comes out, you'll be <laughs> Mrs. Wellborn. Look at the smile on this oh, girl's face. Marry an awesome dude, so... You're going to be Mrs. Wellborn when I listen to this. That's crazy. Should I introduce myself? I should, please. Hi. My name is Hannah Wellborn. I am here with Brian Phipps. <laughs> but and everybody knows our secrets now. We shared our secrets. We record these actually ahead of time. Well, I know, so but when it comes out, I'll Phipps. be... I'll be the first person to call you guys that because I'll be officiating the, uh, the ceremony. It's going to be fun. This is true. Oh, by the way... Guess what? Guess what? Hannah currently Phipps. Uh, by the time this comes out, Wellborn. Uh, guess what she did to me the other night? My wife and I are uh, watching some television, and she says we need to look at some daddy daughter videos and songs and pick our song. And then next thing you know, I'm just all crying and a slobbering mess. I don't think I'll be able to handle that. It's gonna be so fun. So anyway, thanks for doing this with me. Look forward to that. Let's move on. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> wow what a transition we yeah, love this man, you're would, so good you know all right question for today is you regularly use the word accountability like it is a wonderful thing <laughs> in my experience accountability has not been helpful at all why do you think accountability is helpful yeah thank you for this question uh yeah I don't like getting a physical. In two weeks, I need to go get a physical. I don't like stepping on the scales. If you've met me, I am not a thin dude. Uh, it's easier to gain weight than it is to lose it um, with my uh, metabolism. Um, but those experiences, the physical, the, uh, the scale, they are very helpful indicators of how well I'm doing at the most important things. So that's the quick answer to why I love accountability. But, um, for those that kind of tossed in a question, very, very similar that helped shape this question. I just want to say, I'm sorry that you, uh, have had an unfortunate experience when it comes to to accountability. I've, I've had similar experiences as well. And, uh, kind of what we're talking about here is when accountability becomes primarily a behavior management board after you mess up, then that accountability is, you know, depending on how well it was done, uh, could be a very difficult experience. Uh, for many, the word accountability is a group that you go to, to report that you haven't done the wrong things that you committed to not doing. And, uh, of course the challenge with that kind of environment is it's continuing to focus on the things you're trying to avoid, which makes it focus on the things that you're trying to get rid of, which 
you just would rather be redirected to other things instead of focusing on the things you're trying to avoid. And then the other thing that happens in those accountability experiences is what happens when you do fail? If you go, what, what are the prescribed procedures? You know, what does that look like? Um, is the first response going to be some type of, um, uh, corrective, uh, admonishment? Is it going to be forgiveness? You know, how do we do that? How do we respond to that? And, uh, if that answer isn't there as to what we're going to do when you do come and share that, and if that action isn't something that I want to experience, then my level of transparency coming into that experience is not going to be as vulnerable as it should. And it won't accomplish its purposes. I would just like to give out a shout out to Myra Schrader. Yeah. She is in my triad uh-huh. and I would say that I had a bad experience with accountability before my leaders made, but she holds me accountable, but is very gracious in the process. Yeah. So, and I know that that's something that she struggles with Yeah, is confrontation. Hmm. And I just want to let you know, Myra. You do a great job at that, and the world deserves to know that. Yeah, well, she's she's an outstanding, outstanding individual, and for her to step into that's huge. And by the way, I don't know anybody that really loves conflict, and if you are an individual that loves conflict uh, just because of the conflict, then you're probably not the best person for accountability because you're probably... Uh, struggling with your own uh, vulnerability that's not a declaration that's just a that's just an uh an instinctive uh, thing that i just said there so that's not you uh sorry about that none of us really like conflict we all need to be trained to provide enough conflict uh, uh, willingness like Myra here in order to provide this type of extraordinarily valuable accountability that helps us all become people that we want to become. Hannah, in our first episode, you talked about Orange Theory and you know how you were going to the gym as an individual making some progress, but it's when you went into this group with a coach Uh, And the coach knew how to actually help people get and accomplish the goals that they wanted. You wanted to uh, become more healthy. They're helping you accomplish their goals. You got to feel good about that, right? Mm -hmm. How do we set up accountability in the church? That's a lot like the Orange Theory accountability. We actually accomplish some meaningful goals. So here's our definition of accountability. And it's perhaps a little bit different than what you've heard before. And this is why... We value it so much. It's two or three people in your life that you grow to 100% vulnerability with. That takes time. You have to curate those relationships. It has to be kind of an invitation-only kind of thing into that kind of life with people that are committed to one another and committed to vulnerability. Um, And the goal here uh, isn't to play defense, you know, and to say, did you not mess up? Did you not mess up? Like we said just a second ago, focusing on the things that you're trying to avoid is usually the highest (laughs) uh, success rate of actually doing the things you're trying to avoid. So let's focus on the other things. And what are those other things? Well, if you're daily engaging the scripture, meaning that you're reading the scripture and you're asking Jesus, what are you teaching me from this scripture today? And, uh, and what do you want me to do about the things that you're teaching me? And you focus on those obedience steps. You're focused on the things Jesus wants for you, not focused on the things that he wants you to avoid. It's offense, 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 
offense. And that's the primary definition. It's two or three people that are helping you become successful in accomplishing the daily obedience steps that Jesus is leading you to take. And in the process, get to help you discover the themes that are coming out of that and help you actually grow in the way that Jesus is leading you. Uh, accountability is also um, a bit of defense whenever it's necessary. You've got to spur us on. The book of Hebrews talks, spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So if we start to fall behind, then they're the folks that remind you of how to push forward, remind you of forgiveness, be the first people to catch you when you fail and lift you up and encourage you to keep moving forward. All right. So you've kind of given us um, the bones of what accountability is. What does that look like within the triad? Yeah, that's good. This actually kind of takes it and combines it back with the uh, focus on the triad slash D group idea from our last episode. This is this is interesting. My Bible reading and journaling is different uh, knowing that others are watching it. It's almost like, you know, I'm going to work harder at the gym if I know that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> you know, the people are watching and, you know, they're they're rooting for me and things like that. Um, and this really became clear uh, this 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 year. I mean, it's been clear, but what's interesting is I'm actually in two different groups right now. I'm in my regular leaders made group with the triad that I've been with now for about eight months, nine months. And I just started a new one with uh, your brother, Caleb, our youngest. I'm doing a followers made with him. And, uh, and I realized that there are ways I want to answer things knowing that I'm engaging with him about this in the app, you know, and weekly when we meet together on Sunday nights. So it's just different knowing that there are other lives that are watching this. So I get more questions uh, into my blind spots when I am in that active accountability. It's just interesting for, you know, I'll probably put a similar I believe and I will statement um, because that's just the way Jesus works, both with Caleb and with the guys in my other group. Uh, But they'll give me different feedback. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll respond to me in different ways, which show me the blind spots that I had in my life that I didn't really know were there. But this accountability helps me see those blind spots in a significant way. And man, if you're, if in your life you want to avoid being stupid, have five people watching out for you instead of just yourself. I mean, you just can't see uh, where you're blind. And I know that that's deep water right there. Just realize like, like duh, Brian. Anyway, so I get much wiser counsel in my life when people are watching me on a daily basis instead of just a weekly basis. When people see these patterns and they see my interactions, they're interacting with me like that. It's you just get wiser counsel. It's more comprehensive. They see you more thoroughly and that's good. But it's more than just holding you accountable and people watching you with your reading and journaling. It's also those habits and outcomes of that. Um, We just had a conversation in our leaders made last night where one of uh, the ladies called out um, another and saying like, I see this in you, uh, the I see in you conversation. Like Mm. we were talking about um, development of character and calling in Grudem's book. And she said, yes, I do see this in you. Like you have developed Um, peace in this way and the way that you talk is different Um, the way you know your journals are different and so it's not just 
checking things off and getting things done but it's to be able to say like yes you do you have had this transformation and i can see that in you Mm. um which is really cool so how did how did that individual respond just oh they were really upset you know they were sad that somebody (laughs) no i mean it brought a big smile to her face um you know she was very thankful and i feel like that's going to help her carry on and know that what she's doing in this group is actually um, being noticed and making a difference. Yeah. So back to the question, you regularly use the word accountability like it is a wonderful thing. Why do you do that? It's because of that right there. Because it is. It's wonderful. We actually become the people that we want to become. We become more loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, gentle, self-controlled. Aren't those people the best people to be around? I mean, without a doubt. And these people are learning and discovering the value that Jesus has deposited into them through his spirit, the gifts that he's put there, the passions that he's given them to care about. And people start to use their gifts in that area of passion and they start to live into that masterpiece mission. Our sense of significance goes up. We're just becoming more and more fully alive and accountability is the primary way We get the most traction. Hard, but worth it. Oh, man. Exactly. As a matter of fact, um, as I've said over the last couple of weeks, we're developing a new and more powerful app. And listen to this. It's going to actually show you, if you've been in one of our experiences, it gives you the cumulative statistics. Here's how many Bible readings you should have done over the course of the whole time. And uh, here's how many uh, journals you should have done through the whole time, but now it's going to give you a, here's how uh, successful you were this week and Mm. cumulatively. So this is a huge upgrade. We're trying to take this idea of accountability to a whole new level so that it becomes that much more effective and therefore that much more beautiful. It's a huge upgrade for us. Uh, It's going to be very effective in developing lifelong habits. And we are, of course, making a huge investment to do this. And we need your financial partnership to do so. In the program notes below, please click the link to our donation page and start a monthly contribution, whether it's small or large, that would be very meaningful and encouraging to us. And if you're looking to uh, invest more significantly into a ministry like Disciples Made, we are a 501c3 registered not-for-profit with the government, as one of my friends says, and... uh, and uh, so we're a great place to do that. You're, the money that will come in will go right at developing our new technology, right at developing our process of, uh, of outbound stuff as we uh, build this thing to make it possible for you to share on social media, uh, share with your friends, invite your friends into these kind of things. Um, we're excited about all these. And if you are looking at making a more significant uh, gift to this and you want to talk more about the specifics about what we're doing, Email me at podcast at disciplesmade.com. I'll send a calendar link to you to be able to get us connected, share with you what we're doing, and to see if partnering with us financially would be a benefit to you as well as a very meaningful benefit to us. Thanks for joining us. And uh, question five is coming up. We've got two questions left. What is it, Hannah? Join us next week where we answer the question, what do you think are the main reasons we aren't able to multiply small group leaders in the church? That's we a will big one. See you then. That's a big one. Bye bye. Bye bye. A bye bye now. Mm. 
We hope that what you heard today was an encouragement to you or that it increased your curiosity in making disciples that make disciples. If you'd like to learn more about our experiences or set up a coaching call, you can visit us at disciplesmade.com or email podcast at disciplesmade.com.